0: Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. You might might know this one. One, two, one, two, three. friends we're all misunderstood they say we stand for nothing no way we ever could We see it all going wrong with the world that those who need it just feel like we don't have the means to rise above the beat it so we keep waiting waiting, waiting on the world to change we keep on waiting on the world to change. It's hard to be the system when we're standing at a distance. We keep on waiting, waiting on the world to change. Now if we have the power to bring our neighbors home for war, they would have never missed a Christmas. No more ribbons on the door. When you trust your television, what you get is what you got. 'Cause when they own the information, oh, they can bend it all they want. That's why we're waiting, waiting, waiting on the world to change. We keep on waiting, waiting, waiting on the world to change. It's not that we don't care, we just know the fighting. hills, you are an agent of change, Jesus was an agent of change, our inspired youth are agents of change, so I believe it's time we need to flip the script, we are no longer waiting on the world to change, no longer waiting on the world to change. no longer waiting, waiting waiting on the world to change one day a generation is gonna rule the population so we are not waiting waiting on the world to change we are no longer waiting waiting on the world to change we are no longer waiting waiting, no longer waiting, no waiting on the world to change not waiting on the world to change
1: Could have done with a little more guitar. <laughs> that was pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that, not waiting on the world to change. I like that a lot. So, thank you all for being here with me today. It, you know, I get excited to come here in the mornings and uh, share with you guys. Yeah, we can clap on that. I get really excited to come and share with you guys. And next month, it'll be a year that I'll be co- I was coming here. Didn't that time fly? Next year, I was supposed to, uh, Michael called me and asked me to speak the last Sunday of February, but instead I was able to speak. I started in March, so it's been a year. almost. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I, like always, I try to have a cute little joke or something to share, and so I heard about this couple that was at a church function, and they had been married for over 60 years, and so somebody came up to them, was asking them, How, what's the, your success? What's the secret of your success? And the husband said, well, you know, I respect my wife, and I take her on trips all over the world. He said, as a matter of fact, for our 20th anniversary, I took her to Beijing, China. They were like, whoa, they start clapping for him, you know, politely clapping. And someone else said, well, what did you do for your 50th anniversary? He said, oh, I went back and picked her up. (laughs) 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 I thought that was so cute. (laughs) Not that I'm saying anything about marriage, I just thought that was cute. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So last week and the week before, we discussed using spiritual strength to strengthen your emotions and your your mental, mental, working on mental strength and emotional strength. And we said that when you tap into your story, when you look at those insecurities, those things that you feel um, bad about yourself, those things that are negative thoughts in your mind, Those are opportunities to strengthen yourself. Those are opportunities to use the life that you are, the power of Christ within yourself to strengthen that within yourself. Strength is actually spiritual, mental, and physical. So it wouldn't have been complete without me. It wouldn't be complete unless I worked on or talked with you guys or we worked on this together, strengthening our bodies, Using spiritual strength to strengthen our bodies. And as I was thinking and pondering that, several things came to mind. First of all, what makes strength powerful is your faith. Is your faith. How strong your faith is, is how strong you are. They're connected. That's the one thing. The second thing is the first disciple called by Jesus. Now, Jesus represents your Christ consciousness. Jesus represents the Christ consciousness. Let me do something real quick. The Bible, according to Charles Fillmore, who is the co-founder of the Unity Movement with his wife, Myrtle Fillmore, he says that the Bible represents phases in our spiritual consciousness, Genesis represents when we were created and we were in the space of knowing that we're powerful, we we're these kids, and we're so open pot- to potential and the idea of Christ, and, and we're clearly free to be ourselves. That's considered generation, the de- generation process. That's the beginning of our process when we are given birth when, to, to life, when we're given birth into this world and we begin to walk this world. And then you go through the phase of degeneration, when the thoughts of what other people say become important to you, and then we start to focus on those, and last week we talked about them becoming our scripts, what people tell us about ourselves, and we take it on and we own it as our own. When you think about it, your first opinion about yourself is not yours. It's what someone else told you. That's your first opinion about yourself. And that first opinion Is your foundation that you walk on, the one that you root yourself in when you really start to become conscious. And you know the first word that really hits us when we're little? Do you know that first word that really hits us? No, exactly. And no negates. No negates. It limits us. It shocks kids when you say no. And the other time, it's like, yeah, you're smiling at them, and you say no, it shocks them. In that moment, they start to take on the script of degeneration, which is limited thinking. And then from that foundation there is where those stories start to stick that are limited. And when those stories start to stick, we said that it it shifts your mind about how you feel about yourself, and you have this emotional way of seeing yourself, and you have these insecurities that come up that block you from moving forward in your life. I can't do that, I'm too skinny, I'm too this, I'm too that. No, goes in your head over and over again. The next phase is regeneration. That's opening yourself up to the truth of who you are. First of all, going into the consciousness of who am I to me? Not to the world, what the world thinks, which is why I keep coming to the the scripture's in the gospel, where Jesus says, who do they say I am, that is really important because that's the foundation that we walk on in this world, and that's the foundation of what your life has been create, co-created in. And the kicker is, we haven't really been co-creating with God in our own sense. We've been co-creating that which was given to us over and over and over again. And so last week, we talked about rewriting our story. And using the life that you are, the Christ within yourself, to rewrite your story. When you rewrite your story, you become stronger. You feel stronger. You feel stronger in what you can do in life. But the other thing is, your body becomes stronger. When you have whatever form of thoughts in your mind that are negative thinking, that are false thoughts that are false stories going on in your mind, you literally resonate on that level of frequency of damnation. You break down every single cell in your body little by little by little. Do you know that? Every time you say, I can't do this, every time you say something's wrong with yourself, every time you look in the mirror, you don't even have to say it verbally, but the thoughts come and the vibration from those thoughts create a weakness in the body. Today, we're going to talk about strengthening those areas in the body. Strength, like we said last week, strength according to Charles Charles Fillmore. Chas. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Some people from the South say (laughs) chas. It's the strength of the mind, and the strength of the mind is the energy of God. And Andrew symbolizes that. Now, when Jesus said, who do they say I am, they had all of these thoughts of who the world thought Jesus was. And then when Jesus asked, who do you say I am, Peter was the one who spoke up. His name was Simon then, which represents being receptive to the truth. When he was receptive to to the truth, it opened his eyes to see that God was the Messiah. I mean, yeah, that Jesus was the Messiah, that there was a Christ walking in Jesus, and that's how Jesus was able to heal. It wasn't Jesus the human. It was the Christ within Jesus that was healing and tapping into the consciousness of other people and reminding them of who they are. That's the only way you can be healed in your bo- your mind, in your soul, and in your body is when you're reminded of who you are. When you step into that consciousness of who you are, thoughts held in mind produce after their kind. If you're walking in the world thinking that you're less than, you will produce that you're less than. And it will be a self-fulfilling prophecy that you are less than. And every time something comes up, there'll be evidence that you are less than. And that's what your life will be operating on. That story that I'm less than. And you keep building on that story, building on that story, building on that story. Until, and that's degeneration because you are not less than, we are not less than. We are created in the mighty image and likeness of God, which is infinite and greater than you could ever imagine. If you can imagine your highest self right now, think about who you'd be if you were your highest self. Superman, dun, 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 whatever you would be. Captain Marvel, I didn't know Captain Marvel was a woman. I was like, what? (laughs) A woman? That's sweet business. In that moment that you can imagine yourself at the strongest, the most successful you can be, don't you know God has something even greater than that for you? Even greater than that for you. At that point where you are, there's still a limitation. Your mind is still only allowing you to go so far. And in that is how far your body is, how strong your body is. The strength of the vibration of our thoughts is what we believe about ourselves to be so. That's the Peter faculty. is working from the pineal gland, which is how you see yourself. Faith, which is Peter, is the power to perceive, the power of the mind to perceive linked with the power of the mind to shape substance when you just expand yourself and say, not my will, but God's will, there is no limitation there. None whatsoever. And then you co-create with God what God has for your life. And I promise you, God's plan for your life is absolute good. Now, the next disciple called was Andrew, and Andrew is what represents strength. Those were brothers. And Charles Fillmore says that When strength finds faith, and they are brothers consciously in the mind, a bond of unity is established and carries one along. Even when you're having trials and tribulations, you still feel strong in them, no matter what. You ever got through something and you wonder, how did I get through that? I don't even know how I got through that. Oh, my God, how did I do that? You didn't do it. In a moment, we're not thinking, but we're knowing. That's when faith steps in. And when you're knowing and you do it anyway, faith has met with strength. And and they become brothers. The disciples work together. That's why Jesus sent them out two by two. The powers work together. You cannot be strong in the Lord or the Christ within you if you don't believe in the Christ in you. You have to literally have faith in the Christ in you. So the ways to strengthen your body spiritually, there's several ways. The first way is how are you thinking about yourself and your body? Really? Your thoughts resonate on a frequency. You cannot go any farther than what your thoughts are resonating. You ever heard of the saying, God doesn't give me anything I can't handle? That's spiritual law. Why is that spiritual law? Because you cannot go any further than what you think. Thoughts held in mind produce after their kind. That's a spiritual principle, right? So when you're resonating in a high space, you can go and handle anything. So, when I have people come to me like, oh, you know, this and it, well, me too. I remember one year I lost my job and then my car was stolen. And then my dad told me, oh, we got to move out in, in two months. I'm like, what? All of that's happening at the same time. And I really, and you know, people, well, you, God won't give you anything you can handle. I'm like, I must have some quarterback shoulders in. Shoot. Because this, I'm a little person and this is feeling heavy. You know what I mean? A lot going on at the same time. And, our, and, and during that time, my back started going out on me. Like feeling like really hurt, like my lower back was hurting. It's like, what the world's going on? The back is the center for strength. The lower back is the center for strength. It's still connected to the brain. This is how. Let me get this word right before I was practicing, practicing it, even pulled it up on pronounce on YouTube, and then I still forgot how to say this word. Okay. The word is not written on here. Sacro. Sacrospina, sacrospinalysis. Sacrospina. It's, a, it's a group of nerves. Actually, it's, called, it's also called... Um, erector spinae. Yeah. And it's a group of... Uh, I really wanted to say that other word so I can look cool up here saying the word. <laughs> now, sacrum's an easy one. I don't know that one. But I wanted to say the other let it roll off my tongue, you know? But the sacrum is that bone, that triangular-shaped bone right in your loins. That's called the sacred bone. It's connected the the nerve of the group of nerves that go up the spine that you can move and bend and all of that goes up the spine and it connects to the brain this is andrew this is peter in the middle of the brain that's peter the pineal gland the so they're connected physio- phys- physiologically and they're also connected spiritually so whatever you're feeling in your brain it affects the back however you're feeling in your back it affects the brain it's connected so when I was having those issues, it's because I was worrying about how am I going to do this. I had no job and no car to go do anything. And it was the end of the year. And I had, and my dad was like, we got to leave in a couple months. What am I going to do? And every time you worry, so anybody have pain in your shoulders too or in your upper back? That's all connected to your thinking. If you have pain in your shoulders, it's a feeling of taking on the weight of the world. That, that's not yours to take on. If you have feelings on issues on the right side of your body, usually it's dealing with your walk because it's dealing with the physical part of you. If it's on the left side of the body, there's something going on in the right way of thinking, which is a spiritual thinking, and it's connected there too. If there's issues in the back and it's on the right side of the back, you're worrying about and stressing about somebody who's a male in your life. Maybe a son, a husband, a boyfriend, an uncle. If it's on the left side of the back, this is the feminine side, masculine side. You're you're stressing or worrying about someone who's feminine, a a, a female, mother, daughter, sister. Breast cancer. The left side has been known. There's stress and worry about somebody or anger. Actually, cancer is anger. Anger at yourself. We think we're angry at other people. We aren't. We're angry at ourselves for being vulnerable and getting hurt. And it settles down in the body. The left side represents somebody feminine, even if it's yourself. Right side usually means somebody masculine. Or it could be something you're not moving in and you're angry about yourself and not moving in. it. That's a masculine quality of a woman and a man. You get something emotional in a man that they're not mo- living in their emotional or love for themselves, it'll be the left side. It's all connected. So, how you think affects your body. Throughout the day, check in on your thoughts. Continuously start checking in on your thoughts, especially if you're having some kind of physical illness or issues in your body. Start checking in on your thoughts. And whatever you're thinking, especially if it starts hurting, whatever you're thinking in that moment, shift it to the power of God. There's a scripture that says, I am strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I like I'm strong in the Lord and the power of God's might. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of God's might. Together, I am strong in the Lord and the power of God's might. The moment you say, I am, you activate, strengthen yourself. It's like... <laughs> Jump-starting your heart. You know, when they jump-start their heart, they go, clear. Ch-ch-ch. So when you say I am, tell people clear, because you're going to be jump-started. You don't want people <laughs> Like Where would that come from? Clear. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to touch you and say I am. I'm just kidding. You ever walk through the house and everything you touch is shocking things, especially in the wintertime? It's like we're all full of electricity. That's your that's evidence that there's vibration inside of you and it's affecting your body cuz you get shocked. It's a physical experience of it. So that's one thing, shift your thinking. Thoughts are internal prayers. The other thing is shift what you're saying. Never say I am sick. Ever. Ever ever ever. Say ever. ever. Say ever ever ever. ever ever ever. Thank you. Don't ever say I'm sick. I'm broke. Never. Your words have power. You speak over yourself and you baptize yourself in that. You can be baptized in something yucky. You know that, right? So whatever you say over yourself and to another person too, another person too, watch your words. Because as you're saying it to the other person, it's resonating in you. Is resonating in you, and you're tapping into whatever fear is in that other person, and now both of you are resonating on that. The Bible says where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am with you. If you gather together and you're not in a name, you're absent from the presence of God in your consciousness. You're never absent, really. But in your consciousness, you're creating something opposite. So do not say someone else is sick either. I always say they have a healing opportunity. Speak the truth. The truth is that's a healing opportunity. We are not sick. Got it? Got it? So you think over yourself Christ's thoughts. You speak over yourself Christ's words. Then the other thing, as you're speaking over yourself, you know those are prayers. Always speak the affirmative over yourself, no matter what. I speak the affirmative together. I speak the affirmative. And you have to see it, whatever you see. Even if what you see, you cannot believe it. In part, what did that say? What was that? Sometimes I'm stretched beyond my belief. Let me read that real quick. Um, It says where was it? I may at times reach the limit of my human ability to believe. That's the most wonderful place to be in because when you've reached your limit, God steps in. You got to let it go. When you wake up in the morning, before you open your eyes, when you close your eyes, you are shut off from the world. You can't see anything. In that infinite expression right there, before you open your eyes, that's when you speak the truth and you set your day. I am Christ. This is an awesome day. My body is whole, perfect, and complete. You have not looked at anything physical, so your mind is not activated in anything physical. You're in the world with Christ in in your inside. All you see is behind your lids, your eyelids, and whatever designs are going on in there. I always got awesome imagination. But in that world with your eyes closed, you speak to God and you create. So that's why the the scripture, thoughts held, I mean, the the, uh, principle, thoughts held in mind, are important. In that moment, you're holding your thoughts in divine mind with your eyes closed and you're speaking it forth, you're sending it out into the world. So you think over yourself, you speak over yourself, your thoughts are prayers. Always pray in that moment over yourself before you open your eyes. And the last thing you do at night when you go to sleep, because the mind never shuts down, it's always creating solutions while you're sleeping. That's why you're dreaming. It's imagery, creating a solution. Go inside before when you go before the last thing you do, even after you kiss your boo, you close your eyes, and then you kiss your God boo. And go into that space. So you see it, you um, think it, you speak it, and then you sit in the presence of God. Now, I had my the back issue is always when I know I'm worrying. I had this time where um I was going through, it was a lot going on. I was working full-time. I was in ministerial school full-time. I, my, son and, um, my son was staying with his dad. Uh, I was having issues with my, I don't remember what was going on that time, but he asked if he stay with his dad over at his dad's house. So I was going to pick because I hadn't seen him in two weeks, and I was feeling... I was feeling like I had a lot to do. And I was like, I really don't want to go get them. Right? I want to go get them, but I got a whole lot to do. So I'm having that guilt inside of myself that I'm a bad mother because I don't want to pick my son up. And I know I'm not a bad mother. I just got a lot to do, right? So I'm thinking about that. And then I, I hadn't seen my grandmother in a little bit. And I'm like one of the only ones who goes to visit my grandmother. So I'm having guilt about that too, right? And so then I hadn't called my, my daughter who was in Western. So I'm having guilt about that too. And then I, did, I forgot to call my, my uh, co-worker back and tell her, no, I'm not going to work for you. I really didn't want to tell her I'm not going to work for you because I didn't want to hear her complaining. But I'm going through all this stuff in my mind, right? You ever have those moments or is it just me? You do? Thank you. Mary's the only one? Oh, you guys too? Okay. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll go ahead and go. And Howard's like, why don't you take care of yourself? You're taking care of everybody else. Why don't you just rest, Kelly? You haven't even had any sleep. You just got back from working all this time, and you just haven't had any sleep. And I'm like, no, but I got to go see Dia. So I get up to go see my son. And my back goes out. Woo to the... Anybody ever had back pain? Yeah. I mean, you blink and your back hurts. And it's like, don't make me laugh. Uh-huh. And I love to laugh, so it's like I'm fighting that urge to laugh. My back was hurting so bad that I was just crying. And, I, like, I was barely moving To the car and I got into the car and and I made myself go. You know, you can, as a mother, especially, or a father, you can push past it. I'm sitting in the car. I get over there. I pick him up. I can barely say, hey, Dion. He gets in the car. And he's like, you're back again. I'm like, yep, my back again. I'm driving to take him to lunch, right? The car shuts down on 12 mile in Inkster. The car shuts down. Actually, it was on Inkster between, and I can't move my son is like, we're in the middle of traffic. He's like, I can't really push the car myself. God is so awesome. People came up and got out and helped my son push the car to the side into a parking lot to get out, to me, get out the way, right? Now, you would think that would be a sign to say, Dion, maybe I should take you home. I'm going to go rest. I didn't. I tried to push through. So we got back in the car. The car started up again. We got a jump start. It started up again. We got on 12-mile. And then right before we get to Northwestern, it shuts down again, and we're right in middle of traffic again. Long story short, my brother ended up coming and let me use his AAA. My back was so hurting so bad, going over bumps was making me cry. And my, and my, and my um, son's father came and got him and, and picked him up, and I, and I just, he knew I was hurting. You know, kids are okay if you take care of yourself. I didn't think that. Now, the story that was going through my mind was weakening my body because I was feeling bad about all these things. I had this need to be perfect. Now I have a need to be perfect in God, not in my own human self. Anybody had those experiences where you had something happen you had some type of illness or something go on? You ever had a time where you wanted to say something to somebody and you didn't say it and your throat started getting scratchy or you had a sore throat? You ever had confusion going on in your sinus issues? because you're confused about something, there's sinus issues going on. Anytime we're in that space, we're physically in a space of weakness because we're thinking weak thoughts. And we're praying over ourselves with weak words. And we're speaking over ourselves with weak words. So that's why the fourth unity principle of praying affirmatively is so powerful because the more you pray affirmatively, the more you vibe in that energy. I ended up going home. I prayed over myself. The pain went away. When I went to see the doctor, though, she said I was still spazzing. I didn't feel the pain anymore, but I was still spazzing. I still had some other thoughts to work on. So whatever you're going through, ask God to show you the thoughts connected to it. Shift those thoughts. Because when you shift your thoughts, the vibration automatically rises. The first thing you can say is, I am. Say it with me. I am, say it again, I am, say it again, I am. Now, when you really start to sit in that and start to feel your vibration rise, what will happen is it will just automatically happen. All you got to do is think it. I always say that or Almighty God, Almighty God, and that automatically rises me up. Almighty God rises me up. If I need to find something, Almighty God. And I'm like, woo! there we go, beep, 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 You ever had those things to sand? What are those little things for sand to look for de- Metal detectors. Yeah, it's really metal detectors. It's not a diamond detector. People think it's metal. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. But that's how you are. You will be guided to the right and perfect things to do. Your body. So work over your body. Think every day beautiful thoughts about yourself. Speak beautiful things about yourself and other people, because when you speak other people, that over other people, you vibe in that frequency as well. Does that make sense? Yeah. Tell me something you can say about yourself. Speak it out. Come on. Let's hurry up, huh? Loving, what else can you speak? Kindness, Kindness. compassion, strong. strong, creative, what else? Patient, that's a big one, I mean. Who doesn't, who has patience with themselves? <laughs> Who's working on having patience with yourself? That's a better one, right? That's a big one because that is the thing that we caught when we get the hair to know. We, we shut off patients and ourselves. So now, why am I, t- this is so important because we have so many people dying in this world who don't need to die. We have so many people walking around with illnesses in this world and they don't need to have this illness. You don't need to have it. We have people claiming, I, my asthma, my back pain, my, it ain't yours. Say it ain't mine. It ain't mine. Say it again. It ain't mine. It ain't mine. One more time. I know that's not proper English, but I like ain't. It is? Well, that's proper English. Speak over yourself. There's a scripture that says speak over yourself. David encouraged himself. In the Old Testament, there's a scripture where he encouraged himself. Encourage yourself. And the truth is, you got to believe it for it to work. Have that faith in yourself when you encourage yourself. And keep doing it and doing it into it till you really believe it. The more you do it, the more you believe it, the stronger you become, the stronger your body becomes. Does that make sense? I am ready to be healthy, whole, and complete together. I am ready to be healthy, whole, and complete. I know that I'm healthy, whole, and complete, together. I know that I'm healthy, whole, and complete. I think it. I think it. I speak it. I speak it. I pray it. I pray it. I sit in it. I sit in it. I be it. I be, it. I, be it. I, be it. I be it. I be it. I be it. And when you be it and you shift and keep continuing to align with God, the moment you veer out of it, all you got to do is say, I am, and it'll bring you right back. That makes sense? Yeah. We're going to do this together? Yeah. We're going to all walk healthy, whole, and complete? Yeah. Yeah. I'm holding you to your word. God bless you.
0: For once in my life It's gonna feel real good Gonna make a difference Gonna make it right